Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on another brand new episode of Is It Just Me, the podcast that talks about all sorts of silly nonsense in a way, in, in the sort of like the serious tone that befits it, I think. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Joe Elvin. I'm here with him. Oh, hello. Him yeah. being James Williams, our other host. That. I didn't recognise <laughs> him. He's he's grown a beard since the last time I saw him. I'm trying. So, yeah, no, it's, it's succeeding. I'm not quite sure yet. It's still, I'm still on the fence with it. Are it's you not, playing it, your own game of beard or no beard? Yes, I am. But I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure it's annoying me enough yet. But yeah, I'm still slightly unsure. But you know, I'm going to go with it. You've got to keep well, running you know, with it. He's looking very, very manly. It's, oh, it's um, I don't I know. know. I don't know what I think, actually. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. But, but you know, thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us today. And obviously, it isn't just us it's never just us is it no, James absolutely not. today we are joined by an absolute uh, you know a, a food legend in our I think certainly in our kitchens because we absolutely. love her book yeah her new book is amazing it's, you know superstar food writer wellness guru <laughs> um she didn't she doesn't like to mention number one best-selling writer of the book yes eat happy eat happy it's hi melissa hemsley hello. hi hello how hello. are you oh you're you see, you've got a good podcast voice I? well you yeah. she, she has her own podcast you're yeah. gonna be a dab hand at this oh i hope so <laughs> i think you look really fit with your beard oh it does doesn't it you. what about mine do you like it <laughs> you look amazing i mean i've seen your outfit today already on instagram so yeah. it's like my double, double. I always double cut, my, cut my head off, so you, you know, so the shock is. Not so much. <laughs> my head doesn't really go with any of my outfits, Melissa. Oh. Your face is wonderful, <laughs> and good, good old voice as well. Oh, it's, it's, it's. I've never done it. I was about to say three way like this. I've not done it this way, and well, actually, I'm glad you chose us for your first yeah. three way. We are yeah. honoured. Yeah, I don't know who to face though. Oh, who do I give my my oh. cross leg to? Well, now we'll know which face she likes the best. Just say, play one off against yeah. the other. Apparently, Melissa. it's a power thing. If I angle to you, it means I think you're the boss, and if oh. I angle to you, just mix know. it up. Mix That's it up. the way we roll. See, I've got to say, I'm quite used to being the boss. Mm. I mean, I'm not James's boss anymore. But I don't know. I'm He's come back. She's, yeah. still the boss of this po- back. She's the boss of this podcast, this I This podcast is. How many episodes have you done now? I don't know, about three million. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's like 88 it's or something. Yeah. When he emailed me, I screamed. Oh. I screamed and then I wrote to you, I'm screaming. <laughs> no way. And I counted to 30 seconds, I think, before I pressed my reply. I went, 
and wanted to reply and I was like, no, I'll count to 30 and then I'll reply. I'm blown so away by exciting. this. Oh, Thank you. So you're a listener. I'm a listener. I love I love them all. Like, how many have you done? 88, I don't know. I think, I think it's 88. Is it I noticed really? the other day. Yeah, apparently wow. I think I might be right. Were you the original? We, yeah. Baby, we are the original. Have you won any awards? No. no. It's a bit of a sore point. I'll have you know. <laughs> right. It would possibly help if I bothered to enter the awards. Yes, true. But it falls down at the point where I'm not technical enough to know how to send sort of like mp3 edits of oh. the thing so this looks techy we're just, oh, we're not very i'm techy loving this all. leather pleather pouch that that, that is literally just you ever taken a picture it of it no, of, of the, the equipment who, would, who would know that this amazing podcast just came from a pleather pouch and that <laughs> I think you're I, making it sound so much sexier than to it really be honest is. a lot of people have complained about the sound so i imagine a lot of people would imagine that it comes from yeah. that little thing on the or leather just pouch. inside of a Tin, Not even leather, pleather. A tin can, yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but look, oh, the, this loving is complete because you know, genuinely, because I've, I've seen you and I've told you, your book, Eat Happy, is so, so good. It really is great. And for people who are out there that you've never heard of it, what, what's the basic sort of ethos behind your sort of way of eating and cooking? Okay, well, this is very exciting. Um, hmm, Eat Happy, hang on. <clears throat> <laughs> Get that frog out, Melissa. Do you know, I haven't spoken to anyone today, that's why. I hate know, when that happens. Sort of life, life working from home, Saved right? Saved it all yeah. for us. Saved it all for you. Yeah. No, but it's, it's true, you need to warm up, because I've done this a lot done sometimes. That, shouldn't I? And it's always that slight awkward bubble that comes out when you okay. just... Just take breathe. two. Get take scented. two. I'm getting yeah. really emotional about talking about my book, obviously. Um, so Eat Happy is my third cookbook, first for myself, and it's, um, it's about 30 minutes. Food. So it's food you can make in, in half an hour because people say, what is the reason that I don't cook and I get a ready meal or I call Uber Eats or delivery is the, the time. So I thought if I can make something in half an hour and I can make it meet, you know, meet the sweet spot of delicious and healthy, then I think I could write a book about it. You've nailed it. Have Absolutely. I nailed it? Yeah. Absolutely. I see you two chatting about it on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. Well... <laughs> What I was going to say to you is that my husband really loves the book as well. And he's um, a very strict vegetarian and always has been. Mm. And so it's not like we fight about it, but it's, it's a book that we quite often argue about what to eat in the evening. Mm. But it's when we, we look forward to cooking from your book and he's just as into it as I am. It's just like a peacemaker of books. It's the one thing time. when we're Absolutely. sort of like struggling to agree on something. One of us says, well, let's have a look at Melissa's book. Amazing. And, um, it's amazing. Yeah. Couples counselling for food. Couples counselling in a cookbook. Yeah, but I know what you mean. saved my marriage, Melissa. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because yeah. my boyfriend and I, we, we both eat all, everything, but we still have the same thing. It is the most com- one of the most commonly asked questions, what we're we having for dinner. And it's the sort of thing that you think about almost as soon as lunch, which is often unsatisfactory. Well, here's the thing. I, I get in work. trouble because I ask that question at like 8.30 in the morning. Do you? And he says, to. I don't know. Do you think that's yeah. a very British thing, though? Because you've, you've travelled around the world probably promoting your book. Because I always think it's just British people who are obsessed with talking about the next meal, the meal they're currently having. Do you know what I mean? We're always thinking and planning ahead food-wise. Yeah. Do you think that's a very British thing or is it pretty well, much universal? I feel like the weather too. So I feel like we always want to know what's coming next. We're yeah. not, never comfortable just being, are we? Yeah. No. That's a wider topic. But um, no, I feel maybe the people that I go and chat to on my tour, so that, you know, I have to come back from Holland and New York, they, they're all food obsessed too. Everyone just loves talking about food. It's a moment, it's a moment of pleasure three times a day, it isn't it? It brings people together, doesn't it? Does. it? Yeah, and yeah. we all work so hard now. If you're not careful, you're going to end up having breakfast, lunch, and dinner at your desk. Yeah. So I see why people love talking about it. Do you remember when I saw you backstage? Mm-hmm. 
we were just we were talking about what to eat, weren't we? True. What tea bag to have? How? What you know about? Melissa makes very good tea. I mean, we because I always put two bags in. Yeah. Well, we recently uh, had the lovely Katie Piper on this, and it was quite a heated conversation when it transpires that she does not have a, a clue how to make a decent cup of builder's tea. I mean, fair enough. Oh, really? But yeah, because she, she, I think she treats every tea like it's herbal. So she, it was a bit of revelation. She puts, she puts milk in herbal tea, hemp, like like hemp a psycho. milk. Hemp milk. Oh, hemp, hemp milk. milk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's 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 a that's a strong flavour, isn't <laughs> yes, it? Yes, exactly. It's very food fashion forward. <laughs> oh, so fashion forward that yeah. I've not even had yeah. any hemp milk um, <laughs> myself. I, I think that hemp would make a nice milk, but quite a punchy one, I think. Mm. I'm going to, without having ever tried it, I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> Violently and vehemently. I just think there's no need for me to ever know what hemp, hemp milk tastes, tastes like. like. Yeah. yeah. Pressed hemp's. Um, yeah. But you know, I mean, I the one thing I would say about your book as well. You, you touched on it earlier, Melissa, briefly. Is it's the flavour fast because yeah. I've given people your chicken curry, which is pretty much made in twenty minutes, and they don't believe me that it's made because I think people have this idea that curries take five hours to yeah. grind and roast just pie spices and to develop the flavour, and it's a revelation. So that's that's the way. If you're going to try one recipe, I would say that one. Do you think that chicken curry? Yeah, I, I love. I've made a vegetarian Thai curry from your book. Yep. And my other favourite is the um, blueberry and almond tray bake. The anytime Ooh. bake. Oh my god! I'm and gonna... have you had it any time? Uh, yeah, I, I will eat anything at any time. <laughs> yeah, there are no rules. But yes, I have. I think. What's yeah. your cut? Because do you go? You you must go in and out of love with your own recipes. I, do, I, I get to a point sometimes where I'm like, I also think, what am I going to have? And then I don't go and flick through my own book necessarily. <laughs> yes, you do. No, I don't. Is that like watching yourself on TV and actors watching themselves? It must be a bit I, I, I genuinely, when I do I mean, flick through the book... I mean, if you don't want to refer to your cookbook, <laughs> no, why will any of the rest no, of us? No, it's not that I don't want to refer to it. But some, do you know what I do half the time? Just laziness. I pull my phone out and I'll look at what I've eaten. Right. And I'll sort of scroll through and I'll be like, oh, I haven't had that for a while, I'll have it. Is that because you take pictures of everything? Can I tell you yeah. something? Is, that, is that leading us nicely no, on well, something? No, I mean, I'm... Can I, I, this is really embarrassing. <laughs> that's what I do when I don't know what to wear. I look through what other things I've worn that yeah. I've put on Instagram. Well, this is it. So there today I was like, yeah. shall I wear this? Oh, yeah. I think I'm seeing people tonight that might have yeah. seen this dress. Oh, no, it's been quite a recent <laughs> wear, you know? You're almost doing what Cher and Clueless was doing like 20 years ago. You know, it's almost, yeah. that's a variation of it. But that's a really good, because, you know, I mean, we'll come on to this, because I know one of our topics today is kind of related to what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, I think that makes sense to almost have like a little sort of inventory, visual inventory of what you've eaten. A visual inventory. Yeah. But the chicken curry I'm pleased you made because I think it's one of the only recipes that we didn't have time or space to put a picture of the, the, the curry. Uh-huh. And I was, I just get so sad. If, if a recipe doesn't have a picture, I get gutted because yeah. people do say it's really annoying when you don't have a picture to go with it. But you as the author, you can only fight so much to have a picture in. Mm. So I'm glad that you used your own imagination yeah. to imagine what a chicken curry would well, look That's like. great because then you can't look at how pathetic yours looks next to the <laughs> yeah. chef ready, perfect <laughs> or, picture one. I, I, I like Instagram. the ones without pictures. Do you like it? Oh, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't intimidate you. Yeah, because exactly. Like, oh, then I then, you know, how I can do better than nothing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So there you go. So basically, get out there, people. Grab a copy of Eat Happy. It is a number one bestseller for a very good reason. It's unbelievable. We are fans. Did uh, you make the banoffee pie too? Yes, I made the banoffee pie. So you, you, made, you made banoffee pie, you said, and the chicken curry. Yeah. And you whipped it together, didn't you? Yeah, and that was and, and what I loved as well was it was everything I either already had in my cupboard yes. or I could literally grab from Tesco Extra five seconds from my house. So Brilliant. It was we need to have perfect. a cook-off. I made the quinoa bread. Oh, very yes. nice. I don't think I showed you. I had seen yes. we, we'd gone rogue with the seeds on the top. Yeah, but you didn't seem to mind. No, I think I might have yeah. said use whatever seeds you like. And actually, I realise when I say things like that, I, in my head, when you write recipes, you you say to yourself, 
there's a fine line. I guess writing magazines is the same. Like, you can either say a lot, which annoys people, there's too much to kind of trundle through, or you say less and assume people will feel free to, but actually people like it when you say, feel free to mm. change yeah. up the seeds. Yeah. So I'm glad you felt free to I, change up the know, seeds. You know, I've made an executive decision <laughs> I mean, on seeds. You just live life on the edge, Jarvin, eating you, any kind of seeds you like. I mean, yeah. crazy talk. Because seeds, there's always the last few in the packet that won't go nicely into like your display jar. Do you have display jars for your seeds? No, I do not. No? I okay. have failed as a human being <laughs> and, a, and a woman and a chef and every other way that you can possibly fail with seeds. I'm yeah. so sorry. No, but when I'm having a bad day, what makes me feel better is taking some seeds or anything, taking an old mustard jar, washing it, yeah. and putting some seeds in it, and then lining it up on a shelf. That's my way of making everything nice in the world. You're easily pleased, aren't I'm you, really easily pleased. Wow. But just keep all the jars. I'm That's speechless true. at that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from an army Filipino household yeah. when every, I, we've got yeah. the same jars from 30 years ago. Oh, but also, it's simple pleasures. Simple, simple pleasures. pleasures. I spent, seeds and jars. I spent half an hour vacuuming up a packet of spilled linseeds from my wooden floor yesterday. Well, if you think this talk can't get any crazier, it's time we need some topics, I think, don't you? (laughs) Melissa, you've got a topic you want to discuss. I really want to talk about this. Is it just me? Um, Am I the only person who's talking to myself out loud all the time, more and more, crazy lady on the tube? Oh, my God. I think I've been doing that since I was about five years old. And I've, I've actually... I don't know whether it's sometimes I will be on the train and I will say something that I think is in my head. And then I realize several people are looking at me, but I don't think I've said it, but I think I've been mouthing the words silently. As I say, it's almost like my computer needs to boot up in the morning and log into all the things I've got to do. And sometimes I'll have the imaginary conversations that I know I'm about to go and have. And every now and again, I realize my mouth has been moving. So, you're, you're so almost, it's not just you. It's not just me. So no. You're almost rehearsing what's coming up in your day. You but mean. why can't I do it without it coming out of my face? What does it Are mean? Because you you're an expressive person. Yeah. But do you sort of psych yourself up for what's you, what you're going into? Sometimes. Mm. Which is a, big, a bad idea because you can't know what the other person's going to say. No. But your head's doing and then they're going to say this yes. and then I'm going to say well and then you end up getting in a bad mood about something that's never going to happen. You've had an imaginary fight. Yeah. yeah. You, have you ever sat in a meeting and someone said something and you thought oh they're such a and you've said it. No thank God no. no I've yes. emailed that I think on my, occasion. By mistake. Yeah yeah yeah. Ooh. I think my face says that sadly. I, I have no poker face. Yeah. Um, but yeah I mean I have to say I... I've always had a terrible internal monologue and a dialogue constantly. You know, when I tell people my perception of things, they go, God, it must be exhausting being in your head because I'm just thinking of all the different things. I'm imagining all the different scenarios and taking offence at things that aren't there and all this kind of stuff. So I've always had that. But now I do think what you said is true, Melissa, the older I get, I do actually catch myself, especially now that I work from home on my own a lot. Yes. I do catch myself just saying things out loud. I'm just thinking the neighbours must assume... I'm crazy. And, and so also, what, I'm always so swearing. What sort of stuff are you two saying out loud? I'm mainly, I'm mainly swearing, I have to say. Because it's at when I'm just at, at, at the world, whether it's like I've run out of milk, not hemp, uh, but, <laughs> or, you know, if I've just had a bad bit of news, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to scoff, for fuck's sake, or, you know, the Hoover's not working, or I will always sort of swear out loud. Yeah, I definitely am doing it more and more. But do you think that's connected with being at home, working from home, or you're talking to yourself? Um, at least you have a dog. I've got my dog. So you can pretend um, you're talking to your oh, dog. I love talking to the dog. She she just, you know, well, this is a funny thing. I I 
I completely agree with you. I, I, I get myself worked up by sort of imagining things and I actually try to use my voice, my out loud, to calm myself down. Have well, you ever done good. that? No. So no. I, I try and do that. So it's, I might catch myself saying, you're an idiot, Melissa. And then I think, oh, that's horrible. That's really nasty mm. to say that to myself. So then I try and say, um, I try and turn it into a positive and I'm like, actually, you're really good at this. And it feels mega cheesy. I'm actually cringing telling you this now. Like, look at my thighs. Are just no, going, I love that. My buttocks are clenching. I love that you would tell us that because I've got a similar thing in that it, it's almost like a knee jerk, like a reflex thing. If, if I remember something I did or said that was embarrassing, it's involuntary. I, I start speaking. I'll sort of like, it could just be a sigh or it could be a, or, you know, the first word that comes into my mouth. But if I think of something that makes me die of embarrassment, yeah. a word comes out of my mouth. Yeah, that's interesting. It's I so do, weird. I think it's probably better out than in, though, isn't yeah. it? I do the exact same thing. If I relive an embarrassing moment, I will literally say, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I literally will say that out loud. And that's quite interesting what you just yeah. said then about trying to turn that around. Because yeah. it is true. People, you know, most therapists will say to you, don't they, you will never talk to an actual person the way you sometimes speak to yourself. Yes. The cruel, horrible things you say to yourself, whether it's looking in the mirror or just thinking about some stupid, embarrassing thing you've done, you will say really horrible things to yourself that you would never dream of saying to another living person. Mm. So that's really true, I think, what you said. Trying to sort of turn that on, on its head and maybe thinking it internally, but then verbalising mm. something to negate it, I guess. I'm going to yeah. try and try that. I'm yeah. going to try to remember to try that. Do you, does it work? Do you feel better? I think so. Yeah. It, I was saying to you, wasn't I, on my way here, I was sort of getting feeling a bit anxious about various things and I was already my, I was speaking to myself but I was trying to do it in a nice way and I just remembered I was in church for Easter with my mum and some words just started coming out and I don't know what they were I was muttering my mum was going please be quiet um and then also when it was singing time telling me off for not singing loudly enough um but I do think that uh, I, I do think that talking out loud is super important I feel that I feel repressed if stuff doesn't come out and I massively feel better when I say whatever's in my mind and sometimes I just go, <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever had that? Oh yeah. And you know in yoga they say to you, do um, lion's breath. Do you yeah. know what that is? I'm yeah. just going to do it over here so I don't breathe yeah. all over you. You know when you go, stick your tongue out and just let it all out. Yeah. Um, I, I try and do that every so often just for the sake of sanity, clenching jaws, which lead to headaches, all of these things. I just get it out. So I think screaming into a pillow. Screaming yeah. into a pillow. Yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, when I see, because I have some friends who've come to stay with me, and when, I mean, they're a whole different league of talking to themselves. But, and I find it actually quite endearing and quite funny, but not in a sort of mocking them kind of way. I just think, do you know what? They're just very free. They just yeah. don't care. They don't give two shits if you're going to judge them about it that, but also again they tend to be people who work for themselves so I do wonder if it is there something about have we what, done a survey us freelancers yeah, ten, how, ten years of being a, a freelancer or five years of being a freelancer you've you got to talk to someone like, yeah like really good yeah. at doing our washing not yeah. good at doing our invoicing really good at doing this yeah true so happy to be a freelancer last week with the sun though I mean yeah it was a good time to be freelance. I don't want to talk about it. I just don't want to talk about it. Well, look, it. if you are a freelancer and you're out there, you're going, absolutely, I totally talk to myself. Please reassure us. You know the email address, hopefully by now. It's um, is it just me podcast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah, don't keep your thoughts to yourself. No. And speak them to yourself. Speak them to us. Say them out loud to yes. us. Yes. Imagine if you could send a voice note. Can you send voice note emails? Ooh, I don't know. Oh, gosh, she's got oh I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got, us, us two yeah. luddites. Well, clue. don't send any because yeah. we won't know how to listen <laughs> to them. We've just got this thing resting in a bit of pleather. <laughs> we don't know how to do techno things like that. 
Well, I'm glad we're not alone. We talk out loud and that's fine. Better out than in. Exactly. Speak to yourselves out loud, people. It's good for the soul. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Okay, Joe and Melissa, well, I feel I'm going to be preaching to the choir, certainly with one of you with this one. Um, Is it just me who seems to spend more and more time photographing my food than I did to actually make it and then subsequently eat it? Because you know me, Joe and Melissa, we're Instagram pals. I do love a food pic and I'm kind of apologetic, not apologetic for that, because I just think I love a food pic too, so it's not like, you know... I'm going around hating other people's food picks. It's weird, isn't it? Because it's such a social media cliche now. Yeah. But everybody loves it. Or any time I put a picture of... I put a crumpet, like a, a, a bear crumpet. On this, a naked on my, crumpet. A naked <laughs> crumpet with a silly caption. And I think that got like more likes than anything. Like it wasn't. thousands Even the best likes. outfit you've yeah. ever worn. Yeah. It was a jumbo crumpet, wasn't it? It was a giant crumpet. <laughs> And I just said, I love the Maldives, but they didn't have any giant crumpets, so I came back. There you go. And that got, I mean, so as much as people moan about it and roll their eyes and roll their eyes at you when you're sitting in a restaurant, people do tend to gravitate to a food picture. Well, mm-hmm. I think you do mm-hmm. fall into one or yeah. two can. It's quite divisive, isn't it? It's, you know, it, you either love a food picture or you find them really irritating. And I think some people are quite openly hostile in their hatred of food pics. Yeah. And I'm always a bit like... But the day we catch it. them doing one... Yeah. We will catch them doing one. Well, they always say, I'm not a fan of food pics normally, but... You yeah. Know, like, you're like, oh, why do you always feel the need to apologise? Yeah. Uh, have you been on Instagram for ages now? Quite a I while. Guess. Probably about yeah. five yeah. years now. So I feel... Me too. So I feel that so many people are like, I'm not going to be one of those people. And they all end up doing it. Mm. You know? Sort of people I feel as well that said, I don't, I'm not really a podcast person. Mm. And then they'll start listening to them. And before you know it, they're going to be bringing one out. Yeah. I'm not really a podcast person, but they let me do one. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it's so true what you say. You know, one of the oldest sort of cliches about food is that you eat with your eyes. Yes. So I think... Instagram is the obvious place to put stuff. I mean, I would never. I mean, I'm very clear about you know you shouldn't just have one of those sort of um, accounts that everything's linked to. So like, I don't have. If I put something on Instagram, it doesn't automatically go to Twitter or to Facebook. They're all very separate because I don't think I don't want to see food pictures on Facebook. Funnily enough, you <laughs> want to see me? what do you want to see on Facebook? I, I think I, I don't know. I guess more just fun oh and hijinks and like well, you know well, holiday face pictures. Hijinks. Hijinks. Facebook is my wrong. actual friend yeah. who have no qualms in saying 
well, that looks revolting. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so I'm not, it's like... So I'm no just, feed on Facebook? Yeah. Well, no, I'll, yeah, I guess not. I would never put a food picture on Facebook. But also, at the same time, it's, you know, it depends what you want to get out of your feed, isn't it? I mean, I, I do think it's a balance between, you know, taking inspiration, whether or not it's where you want to go on holiday or, you know, where you want to, what you want to wear that day to what you want to cook that evening. Mm. And you follow people who inspire you. So I think food does play a, a strong part in that but I mean I would love to know because I mean I have now turned into that slightly anal person where I do actually probably spend far too much time almost like trying to dress and stage manage comes across so naturally though it really does <laughs> so ad hoc but it is ridiculous isn't it but I mean I think the golden rule is, if it's cold, you spend too much time. True. <laughs> but also, I do find, if you, if you stick to a white plate, it looks yeah. a lot better. And natural light. Yeah, well, natural I light think, and white plate. In all seriousness, I think it's a good thing, because I think it encourages people to cook more at home, and mm. I think home-cooked food is always going to be yeah. one of the best things you can do, mind, body, and soul. Like For me, it makes me feel connected. I feel like I'm giving myself a little treat when I cook at home. Obviously, going out for dinner... It's wonderful and that's a treat. I think there must be swathes of people out there who are pretending they've cooked something that they've put on Instagram. (laughs) Oh, really? Don't you think? Well, this is the other thing. A few of my friends do. Maybe they're buying the images. Well, that's what I thought. Like, you know, buying the packet food and dressing it up and then, yeah. But it's funny because I don't, I only put up pictures of food I've made. So I wouldn't put up pictures on restaurant Mm. food or friends' food. Oh, I do. And loads of my friends didn't realise. They just thought I was just being, like, nicking food from other people. But I'm going, no, I made that. They're going, oh! Copyright oh, me! Oh, I would have liked it if I knew you'd made it. I'm going, uh-huh. But, you know, but this is... The, I uh, made this. I know. I made, maybe you need to I put need your to face and a, and a thumb in every picture. All my own work. Um, what was I going to say? No, actually, it does remind me of a card. I did buy my boyfriend a card. I think it was last year. And it was one of those silly ones. And I think it said... It was a picture of a girl. I can't really remember, but the caption said something like, this one's for Instagram, yours is in the microwave. <laughs> uh, that just reminded me of that. I, no, I always put my own stuff up. And actually, I feel that quite... Um, I feel like I made this vat of bolognese. No, my mum made this vat of bolognese. And I took this picture and I got back from a trip and she'd made this massive vat. And people just loved it because it felt, it was so comforting. And, and that's what was reminding me of the crumpet. I hope to meet one someone one day who would make me a vat of bolognese. Yeah, you could pad. You could, it's like I a mean, paddling pool of bolognese. I would. Oh my if god! I'd, no, if I'd heard that phrase before my wedding, I would have had that put into my wedding <laughs> vow. Oh, yeah, oh, you would have married <laughs> yeah. that vat of bolognese. Yeah. I was going to say. Ross would have been saying, "I will make you a vat of bolognese at least once a month yeah. as I part think, of his wedding vows." I think that's real love. Yeah. So my mum did it for me, and you know, then I kind of put it into portions and put it in the freezer. I gave some away um I was away my boyfriend went through too many I think in one go um but that's that's what I think is nice about food and I guess that's why they love the crumpet like the crumpet reminded them of childhood the many times they've had the crumpets crumpets just you know they could be sweet savory all of these things one crumpet to unite them all exactly yeah Is, is crumpet a national dish well, with like, it if it's be. not, it should be. There yeah. must be a crumpet day, There will right? be a day, definitely, yeah. for it. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to ask you, Melissa, where do you stand? Because obviously there are lots of people out there who just say, I can't cook. And I, because people always say to me, oh, you're a great cook. And I always say, well, no, because I just follow a recipe. Because I just think it's a bit like doing maths or science. It is. Cooking yeah. is pretty much, isn't it? If you add this with this and that, you'll yeah. have this. And don't burn it. Then yeah. you've got this. But sometimes so, that doesn't work. Does it not? Sometimes you think, I don't understand this. I did everything this thing told me to do, and it doesn't look like that. Is it normally a cake? I find baking I'm not really a baker. Baking, yeah. is, baking is trickier, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Baking yeah. is way more of a science where you could be a bit more ad hoc, can't mm. you, with saving mm. yeah. stuff. But, 
don't know, I think so many people have either never been taught, so therefore they're really scared of it, yeah. or they've had one go at it and it didn't go right, and then they and are equally as scared of it. Yeah, and then you go, oh God, I've wasted all my time and built my confidence up to do this and wasted money on ingredients. Mm. My thing as a non-trained cook who started cooking late in life, baby of the family, only started cooking when I was about 21, when I've done books or even back in the day writing recipes for Vogue, that's how we started, how our name came out, we, um, I always, the, the kind of, the worst feeling in the world is if someone said to me, your recipe doesn't work. So mm. for that, I take massive pride and I think most res- uh, recipe writers would say that's the worst feeling in the world if yeah. someone says, oh, either it didn't work or I made it and it wasn't worth it. Mm. I mean, oh, wow. like, no. even God, just imagine thinking actually that, saying that to someone. No, yeah. people say that. And, you know, it, that's yeah. when you really have to kind of check yourself. So for me, I would massively avoid that. And I think that the, one of the ways that um, something might not work is if someone's trying to overcomplicate things. Mm. You know when you watch breakfast TV sometimes and, and you've got a chef cooking with seven different pans? Yes. Yeah, of course it's going to taste good if you're a chef and it's seven different pans and all these mm. things but for me it's one it's got to be one pan lovely and then maybe some nice toasted seeds on the top <laughs> she's back on those seeds again yeah, something, which something seeds? nice on top yeah. <laughs> um, yeah hemp I keep thinking about hemp I keep wondering I missed this episode why does she like oh, hemp so much oh, actually, it's coming out next oh, t- tomorrow why? or today I think but oh, so we'll soon. all be avidly listening special yeah. hemp hemp edition hemp. sponsored by hemp sponsored oh. by the hemp seed foundation but I do think it touches as well on your point earlier Melissa and this is why I think as a food writer you can't ever assume people know everything so actually I think you can't put in enough method and I know it's hard because your word counts but I think a lot of the time people do say to me and I guess because I cook more and more and more I kind of know when somebody says oh beat these till soft peaks I know what that means but most yeah, yeah. Person, he's uh, not talking about cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Filth bag that I am. I'm saying not talking. Set me up for that one. Um, yeah, but, exactly. But I think sometimes people go, "What the hell does that mean?" You yeah. know. So I think you can't really have enough no. detail. In sometimes. the back of my book, I've got something called Kitchen Saves, and it says, "Is it too soggy? Is it too thick? Is it too thin? Is it too bland? Is it too spicy?" And all the things you can do to rectify oh. that. Um, but yeah, no one teaches you that, and sh- I'm sure if you put in how to beat something you look it up who's got the time to do yeah. that you want it all singing or dancing otherwise you think i'm just going to call someone and have that delivered yeah don't that's you? The thing. it needs to be simple straightforward back to basics yeah and not overcomplicated. yeah and well, or not even i think the terminology is quite crucial but not using chefy yeah terms yeah you know but hey. beat like what does beat mean does it mean because I'm, I'm, I'm not a baker is that wooden spoon or do they want us to get a machine out I would have thought of a machine. I mean, you know, I love my KitchenAid. I'm virtually married to my KitchenAid. It's all getting very Nigellery. I know. In, <laughs> in, innuendo-y for me. I, you know, yeah. yeah enough of your yeah. beating talk. Yeah. You know what, actually? On a recipe, sorry, last thing is, I, my dream world would be you'd, you'd have followed my recipe and then the next time you make it, you don't even need to look at the recipe because you think to yourself, do you know what, that chicken curry was lovely but actually I've got this spice so I'm going to mm. introduce this spice into it and I, I know what I'm doing now and you with the quinoa bread, maybe a bit more tricky, you want to check your quantities again but um, can just adapt it to make I don't, it yours. I, James will go rogue, I won't go rogue. No, you won't go rogue? I don't will you di- diligently I'm pr- Absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm more on the diligent side as well. I'm not, I'm not. I'm getting a bit more crazy and rogue as I get older. <laughs> but on the whole, that's why I think. I always say to my friends, "No, I'm. I can just if you follow a recipe, pretty much. And, and I, just don't be scared of it. Yeah, you know. Did but you anyway. get taught how to cook at school? Yeah, sort of. And my mum always encouraged me. I yeah. think that's the difference. I think yeah. sadly, there's a whole generation of kids now who weren't taught in school and weren't taught. taught you know, Were you so. Taught? No. Well, no. no, actually I did. I just ignored yeah. it. I didn't pay any attention. Are kids getting taught now? They're yeah. not getting taught at school, are no, they? No, I do. Yeah, so no. that's why. But yeah, 
But if they get eat happy. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be great. Or also what I was thinking about is I would love to do, I do quite a lot of cookery classes um, and I do them as auction prizes for charities and things or work with the Prince's Trust have places where you can go and give cookery classes. But I was thinking summer holidays, people should just do more cookery classes for, for kids and then maybe the parents can drop in as well and get some lessons too. But cooking's the best. I yeah. feel like it makes, it bring, I see people build in confidence in an, in an hour class. Well, we've talked about this before, haven't we? We yeah. said it before. It's like Joe and I have quite a similar approach, I think. Whether we're bored, a bit upset, or, mm. you know, just ravenously hungry, you know. Comfort cook. Yeah. Comfort just, cook. I find it quite, if you've had a really strenuous, awful day, you just yeah. go into the kitchen and just lose yourself for half an hour or whatever. Yeah. Just, um, you know, so get involved, people. And cooking's a nice time to listen to a podcast as well. So that's when I Very do my podcast listening. See, so, there you go. She's brought so, it full exactly. circle. Exactly. So yeah. get cooking whilst listening to us, please. Melissa and James, I fear I'm always, I always get the grumpy topics. <laughs> what are you trying to do to me here? You're, you're typecast. Yeah. And you've got a smiley face as well. Not always. No? No. I'm getting it. I'm getting smiles today. Is it just me who is, I fear to say, becoming increasingly impatient? And God knows, anybody who knows me, I've always been impatient. Mm. It can't just be an age thing, is it? Is it a social media thing? Is it a crowded London thing? I don't know. You struck me as quite a zen person, Melissa. No. No? I'm the opposite. Oh, oh really? Maybe I actually better. did a podcast in New York and I described something. I was trying to talk about my food as being relaxed and I was like, you know, a bit like, and then the woman went, but you're the most unrelaxed person I've ever met. And I was like, oh, okay. Harsh. No. What was giving her that vibe? I don't know. Maybe I'm being zen because I'm sweaty. So I know <laughs> that if I stay still, the perspiration will relax. You don't relax. look sweaty. You, don't you look very, all. very matte. Do yes. I? Matte. Yeah. Not even dewy. Matt. Not even dewy. Yeah. Matte. Yeah. I'm, I'm not relaxed. It's something I massively work on. Yeah. I'm a Virgo. I like lists. I like getting stuff done. I'm always like, can I get to the juicy stuff? And now I've realised the juicy stuff is life. Mm. It's the being. But still, I God, get that's frustrated. so deep. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't always subscribe to that. I'm, mm. I'm always thinking about what next is, so, is tickling me. And so you, you're quite impatient then? Massively. Oh, no, but I just mean like, you know, stuck in traffic patience. Oh, oh, that's yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do... Oh. Yeah. Back there. Yeah, yeah, I see. I, actually, going back to our other topic, I do find my impatience is fueling me talking to myself more. <laughs> As in, like, it's my exasperation that makes you go, for fuck's sake, what's going on? You know, whether you're, you know, sat on a tube and it's been in, in a tunnel for 10 minutes or, yeah. you know. Um, but you say, said something earlier, you, they think now impatience is actually good for you. I, I don't think, think that, it's good I for think me. Not good for you. I think being, I think all kind of labelling yourself as being a grumpy so-and-so or this is not good for us. Mm. I remember an ex-boyfriend's dad just being like, I'm impatient, I know what I want, I'm old enough, I'm allowed to be like this now. So I feel like relaxing into your bad side and your bad bad traits is a nice thing to do to yourself, not beat yourself up. It's not very nice. It's a bit unapologetic, though, just to say, this is how I'm rude. Deal oh no, it. don't want to be a... Do you know what I mean? Because I mean, impatience can, can, oh. impatience can be rude, can't it? And that's, I don't like that about myself. Yeah. Will you be mean to someone with it? I don't know about mean, but just, you know, testy. Mm. Like, come on, get on with it. Yeah. Sharp. Yeah. 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 What do you do? Do you, do you do you then say to yourself afterwards, on, on the way home, oh, I wish I hadn't been like yeah, that? Yeah, sometimes. Or I'll end up apologising at the time for sort of like, you know, snapping about someone being quicker or not not like people in shops i mean people at work mm. in a meeting like taking yeah. forever to get to a point or do you know what I mean? like have you got high like standards that? that have got higher do you think 
I don't know if they've got higher. I think I just feel like maybe it's because, you know, I've got a really busy job. I've got, I'm a mum. I've got places to go and people to see. Mm. I don't want to fanny about. Do you see the minutes ticking by? When you Sometimes. see something like a yeah. traffic light or yeah. someone taking ages, you think that minute I could have done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I know about that. Yeah. I know about that. But I don't think you are alone because without failure, every time I ask my sort of group of friends for suggestions for topics for this very podcast... It's always something related to their impatience. Mm. It's whether or not, oh, you do something about slow walkers, or do something about traffic lights, or do something about, I don't know, basically something that, I had a friend go into one about um, uh, the oyster card, and how people, how slowly people produce their oyster oh, card. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. See? It's not a big <laughs> surprise, <laughs> is it, that you need it? Yeah. It's not a big surprise. But people get really angry. Yeah. Again, it's about that impeding your... Basically, the development of your day, isn't yeah. it? If, I, if I'm coming out of a, a train station or somewhere and I can just see swathes of people that are taking forever to trudge upstairs at this <laughs> pace, like this, and I am just, and I know it's going to take me another ten minutes for to navigate them, a thirty-second journey if there was nobody there. Yeah, and in, I don't say anything, but in my head, I am screaming. Do you have your breathe right behind them as well? No, 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 nothing like that. So but this is why I'm going to die young yeah. because I'm just internalising all yeah. this fury. <laughs> I bet you if you went, hey guys, wouldn't it be more funny? I think it always takes that one person. Do you get upset oh. when people don't move down the bit? <laughs> the, the I two, do, but I also get upset, upset at the people who go, could you move down when you've got a face full of armpit? Yeah, Where are you no going to go? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so well, I get impatient with those people get as well. Get impatient with the pa- people that are being impatient. Sometimes I will, if somebody says, could you move down? Sometimes I will say, no, I can't. Mm. So, I'm yeah. trying my best here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when I realised I had to relax was when I went to a yoga class and the lovely yoga teacher started talking for five minutes and I was thinking but I want to move my body I want to rest my body I want to stretch my body and she started talking about um the the feeling around the moon and I am well into all of that but in that moment I was like I've just paid I've killed myself to get this yoga class no I would have been nearly in tears with waiting to get through that would you like the irony of being in a yoga class and saying get the hell on with it exactly (laughs) and I really was cross with myself in that moment because she was I think the point is she knew that everyone needed a moment to settle Mm. and actually what she was saying was probably supremely powerful and if I had just listened instead of going can we do the first stretch please but isn't that funny Mm. But is that thing is you kill yourself to get somewhere? Like I was feeling really stressed. You, you out. and I need therapy. Why? Okay, Clearly, can there be? A, is, there, <laughs> is there a specific therapist who's available from patients? Yeah. yeah. If you're an impatient expert, please get in touch with us on the podcast. This is actually a really good question, Trey, because I think that there probably is a massive rise. I, th- I think you're completely right. Mm. If, if you said to people, "What are you? What really ticks you off?" Mm. It would be impatience across the board with absolutely everything. And my boyfriend said to me, and I was like, "Should we have kids?" soon and he was like but you're so impatient well, what are you going to be like it does teach you patience that having oh, kids really? but, now, but now that I'm you know she, my daughter's older and, and I don't have that thing where I'm having to do what she wants to do every day she's much more independent doing mm. her own things I've, my, my impatience has returned because oh. I've got more time to think about what I want to do mm. um, you know it used to be I used to have to go at her pace even the walk to school and that really taught me to pause yeah. but now I don't have that monitor I mean that's yeah, always my one yeah. when I'm stuck yeah. behind you know, somebody with their child and they're walking to school and I find myself in my head going oh for Christ's sake move would you and I go it's a small cute kid and I have this inter- again my internal dialogue yeah. is telling myself off 
So I do try to check oh my, my impatience. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was worried about talking about this one because I sound like a terrible person. You're not. No, I think, think it's yeah. going to resonate with a lot of people. And, but and we all need to realize. I think a lot of time you have to realize and own it. You're owning your impatience, and you're not saying yeah. it's cool. Yeah. And I think if we all need to get together and say, guys, we all get impatient. So. Just remember, don't judge everyone when they get a little bit fraught. Yeah. They're just I having a bad more, day. They need to get somewhere. I worry more about the fact that we're kind of spoiling stuff for ourselves because we're always rushing to get to the next That's thing. That's true. So I remember even, you were just reminding me of my dog. I remember wanting my dog to poo faster <laughs> the other day. <laughs> Oh and no, actually, but I know that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're on a schedule here. Yeah, right. Yeah. I took I took my dog out for thirty five minutes this morning, and she did not poo. Oh, so it's like, yeah. I, I mean, constipated. Bad, bad dog. Well, I hope she just, you know, the mood took her at another time during the day when yeah. the dog walker came. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. But thirty five minutes. So you gave her like a, a lot. That was yeah, not an impatient. A, it's a bigger window uh, than I get for yeah, such exactly. activity, Melissa. Exactly. So let me tell you. I just hope she's not yeah. listening. She'll be yeah. devastated. Everybody knew. Who shamed on this very podcast? And on that lovely note, we always like to end on a highbrow moment. Melissa, thank you so much thank for joining us. Thank you so much, us. thank you so much. Lovely to see you. And like I said, well, you don't need any luck with the book, it's amazing. And I'm going to keep spamming you with my efforts. From yes. The yes. yes, brilliant. Keep, keep that you. seed chat coming. Yeah. Thanks again, Melissa. Thank you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.